Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, what's going on? It is the wrap-up show with John. Jim has the night off for the 100th time this season. Date night continues for Jim, but the Padres do win tonight over Arizona. Much-needed win. I mean, just a huge sigh of relief tonight just to get a win under their belts, the way they've been playing here over the last couple of weeks. Maybe not the best opponent in the world, but maybe that's a good thing for the Padres who find a way to score against Madison Bumgarner. Didn't do a lot late. Had chances to score many more than five runs. Uh, but you, Darvish, is really good. You know, he did allow a couple of home runs, but the Padres do win here tonight 5-3. So we're going to get into it over the next 45 minutes to an hour. Good to have you with us tonight on the wrap-up show. As we always remind you, and I see the first super of the night already here from Christopher Wright, so thank you. We're going to pull that up in a moment. Actually, pull it up right now. Uh, Christopher, thank you. As we always remind you, if you're here and you want to support this channel, all we ask if you're a Padres fan is just subscribe. Just hit that subscribe button down below. That's all we really ask if you're a Padres fan. Now, also, please smash the like button for us for this Padres win on a City Connect night. Um, you can also hit that notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live um, or have new videos. So you can hit that notification bell if you're a subscriber. Follow me on Twitter as well at John Schaefer. You can follow our radio show at John and Jim. Um, if you want to make sure I get your comments tonight because I'm a one-man band and I'm not going to see all these comments, you can use the super like Christopher Wright did, our buddy who always does it when uh, the Padres win. Uh, the super button is down below. Just click that dollar sign. And please consider a membership as well. It's next to the subscribe button down below. It says the word join. So we're going to get into it. We'll tell you all about this win tonight for the Padres. Um, full disclosure, I didn't watch this entire game. I was just out on a date with my wife for the first time in like, how long, Chris? What's the last time we went out? Too long. But my mom's in town. She watched our son. So we watched a couple of innings of this game. We had it up on our phone. We listened on the radio. And uh, they needed it. And it did get hairy. It got hairier. A couple of on. or uh, Were there two runners on? Yeah, two runners on in the sixth inning. I want to say the tying run was at the plate in the form of Christian Walker in the eighth inning. But Padres got the job done. So let's start with these supers here. Beginning with our buddy Christopher Wright. Actually, as you make your way in as well, I want to get to just some shout-outs. We had done that you know, early on with the wrap-up show, and then we get away from it at times. But tonight, I want to run through some shout-outs. So just put in the chat, where are you watching from? Where are you watching from tonight? We'll pull up some shout-outs and give some shout-outs here. And again, we thank you for your support on a Friday evening. Another win for the Padres on a City Connect night. So Christopher Wright saying Apple TV wanted to pull Bumgarner's pants down 
and went on how Voight is a good contact hitter, LOL. See, I missed a lot of this, Christopher, if I'm being honest. I did miss a lot of this. Um, that's laughable, honestly, about Voight, obviously, in terms of being a good contact hitter. Um, you know, the Apple TV game, and I watched a couple of innings tonight, and I watched more of that first game that they had on Apple TV. Yeah, I like the look. You know, I, I think it looks cool in 4K, but if I'm being honest, would I prefer just Valley Sports San Diego? I think we're getting a little too cute with, oh, some of the games are here nationally. Like, it's a Padres-Diamondbacks game. Put the game on Valley Sports San Diego. Do I really need to go find this thing? That, that's how I feel now. Maybe there's some people that like the broadcast. I was not enamored by it. I have not been enamored by the calls. Um, again, do I think that the look of it in 4K is cool? I do. I think the 4K is cool. Um, but give me Valley Sports San Diego. And Christopher, thank you for your support. You've been great following Padres wins. Um, so we thank you for the super here tonight. It means a lot uh, to our channel. So thank you. So there's uh, a lot to get into, and let's just start with some of these shout-outs. I see that they're uh, rolling in right now. Um, you know, we'll get to this. We'll get, I, I'm with you. I mean, but here's the thing. Beggars can't be choosers, I would say, the way the Padres are playing at this point in the year. No Tatis, we'll get into that. Um, injuries up and down the lineup, we'll get into that. Losing 13 of 18 coming in, having lost three straight in Colorado against a very average at best Rockies team. We'll get into all of that. So it's like, just take the wins. At the end of the year, who cares? Now, is it an indicator that they're not playing clean baseball? Yeah, it is. And I think we've seen that over the last three weeks. Do I like seeing guys picked off at third base? No, I don't. Do I like seeing bases loaded, nobody out, and they're only cashing in with like a run on a double play? No, you, you want that go. Uh, you want that knockout punch. You really do. And they had a couple of chances here tonight for knockout punches. They had chances for more than the five runs that they scored. Um but with you, Darvish, and with the bullpen only asked to do two innings or throw two innings here tonight, I think you will ultimately take it. And uh, like our buddy here, Super's Image says, I'll take the underwhelming wins over the exciting losses. They've had some exciting losses. Just go back to the other night in Colorado with Voigt's misplay on the bases, Ruiz misplay, Gaff on the bases. I mean, all wins are great wins. I think all wins right now are great wins, like our buddy Rich McGuire, who's a Member of this channel says right here, um, let's see, yeah, again, to the point of this uh, chatter. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Chris, thanks for hanging out with us in Boise tonight. Kevin is in Virginia. We have Vector53, who's been a supporter of this channel with us in Vista. Our buddy Quan is in Claremont. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, that's my thing. I mean, I, I hate to be overly critical having not watched the entire game and having called a lot of baseball games in my career and understanding the challenges of just kind of um, you know, stepping in for a game and then stepping out. Like they're not doing these teams every single game, but it leaves something to be desired. It really does. Uh, Jeremiah, thank you for your support where he is uh, in Temecula here tonight. Rich is in the East Village tonight. Rich, great to have you as always. Um, no question. There's a couple of hitters in this lineup that are capable of doing damage, Christian Walker and Cattell Marte, and they both did damage here tonight with home runs. Uh, Drake is in Nashville. Drake, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Michael Miller, what's going on? Thanks for uh, listening to the radio show earlier. John and Jim, if you guys aren't listening, we're on the iHeartRadio app Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 Pacific. We talk Padres, as Michael would attest to, I'd say 90% of the time. Maybe San Diego State football and basketball, another 10 or 15% as well. Um, so our buddy here is at the Harris Casino. Carter, loyal viewer and listener. Carter, thanks for hanging out. He's in El Centro as always. Johnny is in Vista. Mr. Padres fan is in Mira Mesa. 
Let's see, we got uh, Rosarito in the house tonight. Thank you for hanging out. Del Mar on vacation, 619 Cam. You should come over. I'm in Del Mar as well. I uh, was just there for dinner, actually. Where were we, Chris? What was the name of the place? Zell's. We were at Zell's in Del Mar. Highly recommend. Cam, while you're on vacation, make sure to check out Zell's. Really nice, low-key, but really nice spot uh, downtown in Del Mar. Um, let's see here. Yes, absolutely, Renee. It was a hallelujah. It's a sigh of relief moment, I think, for Padres fans just coming home and winning this game. Because if they didn't, and if they don't win this series, you're thinking, like, what type of problems do we have in our hands? And now they're in position to win the series. They have work to do. They need to win at least one of the next two. You'd love for them to win two of the next two. But even one of the next two, I, I think, would be a good weekend at Petco Park, getting into the All-Star break at 10 games over 500. Uh, Luis, what's going on at TJ? Thank you for hanging out with us from Tijuana here tonight. We appreciate it. Johnny, I'm with you. I think it's the the 4K is visually appealing. There's no question about that. I think they do some good work with the cameras, but the commentating to me is very important as well. And I'm just so used to Donna Mudd that when you don't have them, it's just like, why? Why do we not have them? I wish you could get both. If people want to watch on Apple, that would be fine. If you want that experience and the 4K, but you're also given the second option to watch on local television and on Bally Sports. That, I think, would be the best of both worlds. But for whatever reason, this Apple deal is an exclusive one. Look at this. Our buddy Youssef is in Tokyo tonight watching the wrap-up show. Thank you for hanging out with us from overseas tonight. We appreciate that. I'm with you, Carter. It's annoying. I mean, I'd be, you know, I think they should do everything they can to wrap their arms around their loyal viewers and listeners. And again, if you want to have an additional outlet like Apple, I'm all for it. But I don't think it should be at the expense of your local broadcast partner. If it's an ESPN Sunday night game, I get it. I'm sure they're paying at such a rate that they deserve the opportunity to broadcast that game exclusively. But is Apple paying such an exorbitant amount to have this game exclusive? Arizona, San Diego on a Friday night? To me, that makes absolutely no sense. Michael, thank you again. Hanging out with us in Utah um let's see i'll get to a couple of more and then we will get into this uh Faye, you're right you know you're right i think it's that's kind of my takeaway here tonight you know and we'll get into it i mean i think it's fair to get into it because we're going to be hanging out with you for the next 45 minutes or so but after everything we have seen over the last three weeks and maybe it's more than that to be honest you know six and 14 in their last 20 coming in five and 13 in their last 18 coming in and even the play before that they were you know, 500 team for maybe a week before that. So basically over the last month, they've been well under 500. Uh, you got to just, you just got to embrace the wins and you got to check another day off the calendar or take that date off your calendar and say, we're a day closer to Tatis. We're a day closer to the trade deadline. We're a day closer to some of these relievers coming back. We're a day closer to Will Myers maybe impacting this team. We're a day closer to Profar being healthier. I know he came back tonight and walked a couple of times. So there's some things that, are important. I mean, and the wins ultimately are the most important. How you win, it's a factor as well. It is. It's a factor as well. Little Italy is in the house. Claremont, Chula, OB. We got people all throughout San Diego. As Juan says, Faye is in the house. Um, this will be Shaman Ryan pitching tomorrow for San Diego. Um, and this is a this is going to be a theme. I mean, I saw it on social. I've seen it in the chat already here tonight, Rashad. This is going to be a theme. And it is something that is concerning moving forward. I mean, you cannot play with the same level of sloppiness that they played with for this month and expect a good August and September overall. Not to say they couldn't have good moments, but August, September, I think is more challenging than what they've gone through here recently. I'm thinking about series to city field to take on the Mets, 
12 games still against the Dodgers. Is it nine games still against the Giants? I know the Giants haven't been amazing this year, but you, you get it. It's like it's only going to get more challenging. The pressure only picks up, you would think, in the final month or so of the season. So we've seen they're capable of playing better defense. We've seen they're capable of running the bases. Just look at the first two months of the year. They just need to get back to it. Simple as that. Mission Valley, what's going on? Rockland, Las Vegas, Pumpkinhead, you're right. Uh, Kevin, yes, Jim is on a quote-unquote date here tonight, whatever that means. We have Knoxville here. Um, let's see, what else as I scroll through? If you're just making your way in, and Jesse, great to have you from Hawaii. As always, we appreciate your support of this channel um, as always as well. So as you make your way into this channel, uh, this reminder, please subscribe. That's all we ask of Padres fans. Please subscribe. We have year on Padres content. Smash the like button for us as well. We appreciate that. It helps the channel. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer, at John and Jim. Uh, if you want to make sure I get your comment here tonight and interact with it, and if you want to just support this channel, what we're doing here all year, off-season, in-season, you can use that super chat function. Greatly appreciated. There's a dollar sign down below. You click it. You get to the super chat. We pull it up. We interact with it. Um, so thank you for the supers and thank you for the members as well. A lot of members are here. If you want custom emojis, if you want badges that are custom, if you want members only content, you can become a member by clicking that join button as well. Um, so, okay. So looking just at what transpired here tonight, you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, here we go again. First inning Marte for an Arizona team. that does not play San Diego. Well, they're now two and eight and 10 games against the Padres dating back to last year, even worse. They do not win a lot of Petco park. And it's a team that hasn't scored a lot this year, and they get a first-inning run on a home run. And you're thinking, oh, man, here we go again. Padres' offense has struggled. Yes, Bumgarner has struggled in his career against the Padres as a diamondback. Um, but it's like, you know, Padres don't score in their half of the first inning. Like, is this going to be one of those games again where they're lethargic? And to their credit, it was not. They took advantage of an Arizona error. In the early innings, they played a three runs in the second. And it was like there was production up and down the lineup. And again, were there big hits? There was the Austin Nola double, which I thought was a big hit. And that Nola double scored two. Um, but you had hits from Voigt tonight, finally. That snaps a week-long streak with that one. You had Machado with a base hit. Kim, who has turned it on a little bit offensively. You know, his OPS right around 700 right now had two hits. Nola, I mentioned the two-run single, had two hits here tonight. Mazzara, one for three. Uh, Ruiz, who has been a little bit of a revelation here for four or five games. Yes, he had that boneheaded play on the bases, but a bit of a spark, spark plug batting ninth, hitting a little bit in his first handful of games in the big leagues, had an RBI single, just a little bit of a duck snort that scored a run. Profar returns. Um, I think it's important moving forward. I really do. He's had a nice year, not a perfect year, but he's been a good defensive player. He's been a good offensive player with a 740 OPS, and I know he was 0 for 2, but he did walk twice, and that's what you want out of a leadoff hitter, someone that's able to get on base. So th there's enough here offensively. Again, is it the great greatest offensive performance they've ever had? No, probably not. It really isn't. Um, but they did score five runs, which should be enough with this pitching to win. So we're not really asking them. That's, that's the thing here. We're not asking the Padres, or at least I'm not. I'm not saying, hey, you need to score 10 runs. You need to score eight runs. You know, you, you need to outscore everyone you play. No, you need to rely on your pitching, which, by the way, recently has not been as good. Their bullpen ERA, I want to say over, I don't know the exact amount of time. It, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of two weeks. Might have been in the 20-game stretch. I want to say in the 20-game stretch, San Diego came in with the worst bullpen ERA in baseball. Um, and I want to say it was over six, maybe around 6.3. And even starter ERA in their last 20 games was not good. It was like 25th 
in baseball. Now, on the whole, San Diego starters ERA is very good. You know, easily top 10 in baseball. It's more like maybe top five, six, seven. But the pitching hadn't been as good. But here's the thing. I'm relying on the pitching. I'm counting on the pitching over 162. And I realize there'll be a little bit of an ebb and a flow to that. What I need out of the offense is just to show up. And I, I don't need 10 runs. I don't need three home runs. I mean, it is what it is a little bit after 100 games, which is what we're approaching. And can they improve it? Yes. Tatis is going to help. Um, trade deadline, I do believe, is going to help. But you score five runs, you need to win. And what happened in Colorado is they scored five runs and they didn't win. And it happened a couple of times, and there are reasons for that. Colorado at home scores runs. Obviously, you need to score maybe more than that in Denver because teams are capable of scoring eight, nine, ten runs in a game. We've seen it. Um, but the formula, at least at home, you score five runs, you need to win. And did this get tricky? Did this get hairy at times? Yes, it did. But the Padres, again, did score five runs. And the way this offense has looked over the last three or four weeks, I think you just got to you just got to take it and say five runs needs to be enough. And if we can't win with five runs, is it more on the pitching or is it more on the offense? I think we need to just look ourselves in the mirror and say, what are you really asking for out of this offense right now? You're looking up and down this lineup like I am. There's not a lot of slug here. There's some good, capable hitters like Jake Cronenworth. There's an outstanding hitter. There's one MVP candidate in a lineup. That's Manny Machado. And then a bunch of guys that at best are supportive characters, whether it's Jerks and Profar and Cronenworth, Voight, who's hot and cold, you know, Kim, who's had moments. Hosmer, I don't even want to get into, to be honest tonight. His OPS is all the way down to 709, which is crazy. You know, Nola's been a huge disappointment offensively, huge disappointment, but did have a big hit in this game. Mazar's been great, obviously, for the team. Can we count on that? In the second half of the year, I don't know. Grisham has been obviously disappointing. And then Ruiz has been a bright spot. But again, you know, five games doesn't make a season. Five games doesn't make a career. And five games doesn't even make a second half. So we'll see if he can continue to do that moving forward. But all things considered, you get game one out of the way. You snap a three-game losing streak. You take a deep breath and you say, listen, they needed it because it stops the bleeding. And now can they win this series on Saturday? And potentially can they win this series um, or do better than that if they win Saturday and Sunday? I think the way I look at it right now is I would take the one additional to win this series, two games to one. But obviously you take the two games as well if the Padres have a chance to do that here over the course of the next 48 hours or so. All right, before we really get going here, I do want to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, who is the reason why we're able to do this day in and day out. Mark is uh, such a supporter of this channel. He has been since day one. I mean, we literally went to him the first day of the channel and said, you know, we're looking for someone's support because we're going to be doing this also often. Um, and Mark was there for us day one. And I always say, if you have auto home runners or life insurance needs or earthquake insurance needs, please consider Mark Nimitz. Um, I've got my homeowners and my earthquake. We had a, a claim that we needed to file in here a couple of months ago. Uh, this whole big situation that Mark really took care of and made so much easier than it probably would have been otherwise. And he saved us thousands of dollars. And you can switch over to Mark Nimitz and you're going to save $750 on your insurance, which is a lot of money. I really think it's a lot of money. So you can save $750. He's just got great service. He's a San Diegan. He's a Padres fan. He lives and dies on this stuff. He watches every single game, even when he's on vacation in Hawaii, like he is right now. So Mark Nimitz is your guy. If you have insurance needs, if you want to support this channel, if you want to support local businesses, um, please consider Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There's a link down below. You can get all of his information online, including a quote, all of his contact information, everything you need for Mark online, link down below. Again, we thank 
Mark Nimitz for his support of the channel. All right, let me catch up here in the comment section, if possible. As uh, again, the Padres do win it here tonight, five to three over Arizona. Uh, let's see here, just scrolling through. Alex, thank you for the super. All right, so yeah, if I miss a super, please let me know. And uh, thank you, Alex, for this super. Thank you, Christopher, earlier for the super as well. And again, if you want to weigh in with the super, we appreciate that. You can click that dollar sign down below. And we'll make sure to get to all of the supers here tonight. Alex says, it has felt like the Padres haven't won in a month. I mean, it really did. And, you know, in consuming this as much as Jim and I do and in talking about it as much as we do, whether it's on the wrap-up show or on the radio or on social media or the way that we all consume this stuff, it's been a struggle. And I think if we're being, you know, honest, it's been really disappointing because the expectations really as recently as 30 days ago were not just to get into the postseason, but make noise and maybe make a run. And with this starting pitching, put yourself in a position where if you get hot at the right time and you get enough offense, maybe you really can make a deep run and maybe you can contend in the national league and get to an NLCS or who knows even further. Right. I mean, that's what everyone was hoping for and we're still hoping for it and they're still in playoff positioning, but I think things have changed. When you look at this division, it seems out of reach. When you look at the ceiling, Without upgrades, it doesn't seem like the ceiling would be a World Series. Now, we've seen crazy things. We've seen the 2019 Nationals play under 500 as late as maybe into the second half of the year. We've seen the Braves lose Ronald Acuna. We've seen teams win 107 games like the Giants and the Dodgers not even make the World Series because the Braves got them in the postseason last year. So not like the book's written here. I mean, it's only July, and it's only the middle of July. And a lot of things can change between July 15th and October 1st. So the book isn't written, but I agree with you, Alex, in that it's just been disappointing. And maybe teams do have disappointing stretches over the course of 162 and injuries do pop up. And the Padres are playing without one of the best players in baseball. That's factual. Um, but it's just it's not only that they're losing. It's the way that in which they've been losing. Sloppiness, uh, blown leads, poor bullpen. Uh, the injuries have piled up even in the bullpen. So they haven't looked like the same team, I think, for a lot of Padres fans. So. You know, hopefully this weekend can put a better taste in everyone's mouth heading into the All-Star break, because if you don't win this series, then you're still in the rut heading out of the All-Star break into City Field. Even if you win this series, it's not an easy assignment going to New York for three games beginning next Friday night. Uh, they'll take on Detroit on the road, not a great team, but it's a road series. And then you get back home, I want to say, for Minnesota at the end of July, and then the Dodgers await. I mean, there's not going to be let up. It's the big leagues. You know, every team is capable of posing challenges. We've seen that with teams like Colorado um, and others that the Padres have played here recently during this stretch. So it just feels good to get a win. It was a much-needed win. I don't know what we, what we would be saying right now if they didn't, if they did not win here today. Uh, Cliff, yes, I agree. Mark is the GOAT. Thank you guys for your support of Mark. We do appreciate that. Uh, thank you, McChicken, for hanging out with us from Hawaii. Like that name, McChicken. I don't know if that's your real name or not. Um, what did I miss here? I don't know if I saw any Hosmer video on Twitter today. If you want to follow up with that, we can get into that. I didn't see anything. Um, Charlie, is Jim drunk right now? Arguable, but possible. But I don't know. But he's theoretically on a date. Um, so we'll see. Quan, thank you for listening on the radio. So a lot of you guys, I think, just hang out with us on YouTube, obviously. And then a lot of our radio listeners don't really hang out with us on YouTube. So I like when we get the intersection of the radio listener coming to YouTube or the YouTube viewer 
coming to the radio and yeah, obviously they're a little different. I think we asked like a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, like, what do you like more? You like the radio show or the YouTube show? And I think a lot of people on YouTube were like, I like the YouTube show more um, because it's less structured and it's more free flowing, but there's some crossover, obviously. Um, the one thing with the radio show, obviously, is we have three hours to get into it. Um, we have more guests, obviously, on the radio than we do on the YouTube show as well. But thank you, Quan, for watching. He says he's been uh, catching John and Jim on the radio. And he says it's, quote, unquote, pretty good. <laughs> and he likes the John versus Jim segment. So thank you, Quan, for uh, for listening and for viewing. And Cam, thank you for the super chat. And thank you for your support of this channel, as always, and for your membership as well. And again, guys, if you're making your way in, please subscribe. That's all we ask of Padres fans. Also, uh, if you want to make sure I get your comment, and if you want to support this channel on a Friday night, you can do that by clicking the dollar sign down below. We'll get to all of your supers, all of your supers here tonight. So, yeah, we should get into Tatis, should we not? I mean, it's like kind of the story of the day, maybe the story of the year. My ear is like getting folded over by the I need I need new headphones. These things are literally, look at these things. Like this thing is popping out. Welcome to my life. I might like, can I rip this thing out right now? Kristen says I need to order new ones. These things are like 200 bucks though. I've had these for like 10 years. I think I had these since New York City when I was working for, for MLB.com, I think. Um, okay, so 619 Cam, thank you for the super. He says, let's hope for a healthy Tatis and bullpen and let's get our double digit win streak. Yeah, are you not kidding, Baltimore, Seattle? Pods will look different in August. Thanks for flying solo, John. Thank you, Cam. Seriously, we're doing it for uh, for Padres fans. We know you're dialed in and dedicated, and we are as well. And that's why we're here for you on this Friday night. We see a couple hundred people in the chat right now. We know a couple thousand people will watch on replay as well. So uh, thank you, Cam, and thank you, Padres fans, for your support. Um, so Tatis, the update is good, and that's that he's begun swinging. There's this swing progression, which starts with hitting off a tee, and then gradually goes from there. And there's obviously checkpoints and progress reports and milestones. And I don't think it's as simple as just um, black or white, where you advance and you advance. You're saying three days he's here, in seven days he's here, and in 10 days he's in the big leagues. They're going to have to see how the wrist responds and how he feels. I mean, that's obviously a big part of it and how he looks. Um, and what's his uh, fitness like considering the fact that he hasn't played in the major leagues in over 10 months. That's right. He has not played in the major leagues in over 10 months by the time he comes back in August. So I think it's encouraging. Um, I did hear what AJ Preller had to say on the flagship and I did hear him say something along the lines of we have a plan in place for the next three or four weeks. So I'm not expecting anything that happens very short term. I'm not expecting some miracle where he's back right after the all-star break or even July 29th against Minnesota, maybe, you know, I'm kind of holding out hope for that August 5th series against the Dodgers, but maybe that's too soon as well. And maybe it won't be until the middle of August. And maybe there's even a scenario. It's a little later than that as well, because three or four weeks, you're basically pushing the middle of August now, but it's at least encouraging because there's progress and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And there's a scenario where we see Fernando Tatis Jr. At some point in August. So I think that is good in terms of the bullpen. Um, it's a big concern for me. It really is. Um, I like what I saw tonight, but give you Darvish most of that credit for going seven innings and the bullpen was so taxed and he took that out of the equation by going those seven innings. So the bullpen's going to get healthier. There's all kinds of names we've talked about all year long that should be coming back, including a guy like Drew Pomerantz. Um, there's other names in there. Castillo has been pitching well, obviously in the minor leagues. Um, it's only going to take one winning streak to turn this thing around, and they don't need to win 10 in a row. They, they don't. Um, you know, they could win five in a row, and we'd be feeling a lot better about this team. They could win four in a row, 
And I think we'd be feeling a lot better about this team. And shoot, if they go to the All-Star break sweeping the series, I think it would take some of that bitter taste out of our mouths as well. All right, so thank you again, Cam. Thank you, Max. Max, thank you for uh, your super here tonight. We appreciate you guys hanging out. We appreciate your support here of the channel as well. I'm trying to scroll and find this. All right, Max, um, thank you. He says, do you like Bomel's longer leash on starters? I personally do. I do. Do I think it is flaw-proof? I do not. Do I think it is the perfect strategy? No. I think there's moments where maybe it has bitten this team. But I think on the whole, has it created more opportunities and wins than it's given up? Yes. I think that it's benefited the team overall. I think it's helped the bullpen and kept them on the whole fresher than they would have been if Jace Tingler was manager or if someone was, someone else was managing this team. Now, again, the starters have not been as good over the last three weeks. It's gotten the bullpen in a little bit of trouble. The bullpen has been used more and stretched more, and they've been taken out of position, and they haven't been as effective. But on the whole, I do like it. And again, it's not a perfect strategy. You can get beat getting guys back out there for an extra inning or throwing someone starting an inning at 100 pitches like you Darvish was here tonight. He went 114, right? That's a lot of pitches in 2022 for a starting pitcher. But – you need to rely on your starters when they're only pitching every sixth or seventh day, which is what's going on right now with the Padres rotation. And they're heading into an all-star break and you can kind of ramp it up a little bit because they're going to get an extended period of time off where they're getting an extra day or two. This is exactly what the Padres needed from you, Darvish. This is why they traded for him nights like tonight where you need a win and Darvish delivers. And he's done that a couple of times this year. And there's a couple of times this year he hasn't necessarily delivered when they've needed that as well. But on the whole, he's put together a very nice year. Eight and four, for whatever it's worth. The win-loss record isn't everything in the sport. But seven innings, five hits, three runs. If not for Walker and Marte, I mean, maybe he gets beat by one of them. I could have seen a better line here tonight. This could have been, maybe this was more like a seven-inning, two-run performance based on the way he pitched as opposed to seven innings, three runs. Both are good. Uh, but seven innings, five hits, three runs, two walks, nine strikeouts, lowering his ERA to 3.41 actually doesn't lower his ERA, but maintaining his ERA at 3.41, I thought it was good. And tomorrow from Sean Mania, I think his strength has been his ability to work deep into games and to give you 100-plus pitches. And even if he gets beaten in an inning and isn't perfect, you know, maybe he goes six or seven innings and allows two or three or even four runs, but it's better than going, you know, four innings occasionally or four and two-third innings occasionally. So guys like Darvish and, um, and Mania protect your bullpen, and that's a good thing, especially – where this bullpen is right now. And if you can get into Monday and you get into that all-star break, I've been saying this, if they're not playing good baseball, I don't think the all-star break saves the team, but I do think it helps the bullpen because they literally are going to need the rest. So if you can get into that all-star break, not taxing your bullpen, then you give them another three or four days as well. I, I think that's really encouraging news specifically from the bullpen's perspective. So thank you, Max, again, for that super here tonight. Um, all right, just getting through these comments. I want to get to uh, all the supers that are rolling in here this evening. Again, if you want to support this channel on this Friday evening, and if you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, you can do that by clicking that dollar sign down below uh, in the chat. You see it right there. Uh, we appreciate the supers, and uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us here tonight. You can become a member, get the emojis, as you see from some of our members in here. You can get the badges. You get the members-only content as well. You can click that join button next to subscribe down below under the video tonight as well. Um, I want to get to the super from Alex once again. And Alex, thank you again for your continuous support of this channel. Alex saying, I, I really don't want them to trade Ruiz. If they keep Grish over Ruiz, I will give up in the front office. The little hope I still have for them. 
I don't understand the thinking around moving Astori Ruiz. End of sentence. I really don't. Now, I asked Kevin Acey today, our Padres insider on Extra 1360, who's dialed in. He really is. He spends as much time around this team, I think, as anyone that is a member of the media. I think he's right there with anyone, and he's in the clubhouse a lot, and he's you know, not just writing game recaps but feature stories and you know, his Padres Daily newsletter as well. I think he's well dialed in and connected. I really believe that, and I've talked to him at length for years at, at this point, and he's offered really good insight. Now, I happen to disagree with his take on Astori Ruiz. I don't think he's a trade candidate, and I don't think he's a trade candidate for the Padres. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to develop a player the way the Padres develop Ruiz, which is over a period of time, where now it comes to fruition and he graduates your system and he can help this team. And they have, it's a position of need. And now I understand, is he a prototypical corner outfielder or even center fielder in the big leagues? Is he going to give you 30 home runs? No, no, he's not that player. But I think he can hit and hit for a little bit of power or slug because of his speed. His speed will help a slug with doubles and triples. His speed can be game-changing. And he's a spark plug that this team needs right now. So I don't see any overwhelming desire or reason to move him, unless obviously it's a game-changing piece. I mean, I would consider it if we're talking about some of the game's best players or best available trade chips like Wilson Contreras, although he's a rental. You'd have to think long and hard about it. Or Brian Reynolds, who's not a rental. You have through 2025, okay. Or obviously some of these crazy names, like a, I don't even want to get into the Angels, obviously stars, but you get my point. I mean, if you can get some ridiculous caliber of player, Okay, well, any players on the market for the highest level player in baseball, but I just don't see a reason to move a prospect outfielder who I think at 23 years of age has a really bright future and has ridiculous comps. I've heard all these comps on him that are really favorable from scouts that we've had on. So I don't understand it. I'm not trading Ruiz. I'm trading Grisham. I would. Absolutely. I don't have to move him. I'm not saying they have to move Grisham. I'm not opposed to putting Grisham in AAA or taking away Grisham's playing time. But before I'm moving Ruiz, um, what can I get for Grisham before I'm moving Ruiz? I- I'm keeping Ruiz. And I'm not to say that he's going to be a 300 hitter with a 900 OPS and hit 35 home runs. I, I don't know what he's going to look like. I really don't know what he's going to look like. But what I've seen, I'm encouraged by. And what I saw in the minor leagues was the best production in the sport. He was among the best players in minor league baseball this year. End of sentence. And the Padres have not had a lot of impact bats in their system that have produced at the major league level. Why would you give up on that? That to me doesn't make any sense. So thank you, Alex. Uh, thank you, Zoe, for this very generous super. We appreciate you, Zoe, hanging out with us tonight in the chat. Again, if you want to support this channel here tonight, you just click that dollar sign down below. It's a great way to support this channel. We will interact with your comment. Please subscribe, too. That's all we ask of Padres fans, the 200 and whatever of you that are in here right now. Um, we appreciate it. And just please subscribe and smash that like button for us on a Friday night following the Padres 5-3 win over the Diamondbacks. Zoe says this, flew over Petco during the eighth inning while Martinez was pitching. Can't beat the city of San Diego. Now watching the wrap-up show after a win. Doesn't get much better. Zoe, thank you for commenting like that, and thank you for this super. There really isn't a better flyover in America than coming into San Diego International and just seeing the skyline and seeing the water and seeing the mountains and just seeing the whole cityscape and landscape. I mean, it, it really is something special. My wife and I always talk about that. We're like, when, when you come back here, right? When you come back from a vacation and you come to San Diego, you're like, oh, I'm back on vacation. Like there's something just special 
about this city and everyone in this channel knows that there's something special about this place. So, so very cool. And nice to see that you were flying over a Padres victory <laughs> here tonight. And thank you again for your support. All right. I'm going to get back to the supers in a moment. We appreciate those. We'll get to them as they roll in here tonight. I do want to remind our viewers about our brand new partner here on the wrap up show, Omar Sanchez, who's just a terrific Padres fan. We we're just catching up with him the other day. He's our newest partner. He's a huge Padres fan. He went to San Diego State. He's born in San Diego, raised in San Diego. He is a, a great mortgage specialist as well. He's at Edge Home Finance. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. You can text Omar right now. In fact, he asks us to ask our viewers to text him. So if you want to support this channel, here's a very easy way to do it. Take out your phone right now. Scan the QR code on the screen to get to a site or text Omar at 619-387-7798. Text Omar right now. What should we text him? Text him like a house emoji <laughs> or a goat emoji or a goat, just go Padres. 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, he can help. He can literally help to get you into your dream home. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar. You're getting a free consultation with absolutely no obligations. And if you don't want to talk about your mortgage, he will talk about the Padres with you. And if you're a realtor, he's asked us to ask realtors to get in contact with him because he's looking for local partners as well. So if we have any realtors in the chat live right now or on replay, please text him and get in contact with him and see how you guys can work together and how you can benefit each other at 619-387-7798. Thank you, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance for your support. And thank you for your, um, again, thank our viewers for their support if you have any mortgage needs. All right, let's get back to this. John Schaefer with you here on the wrap-up show. Padres over the Rockies, 5-3. to three. Probably be with you for another 15 minutes or so here on this Friday evening. Um, okay, let's see. What else is rolling in? And tell me if I'm missing. I see Cam here. Did I miss any before Cam? I'm just scrolling up. I do not want to miss any, and it's very hard for me to get through these comments other than seeing the Supers and just kind of glancing at what people are saying. So, Cam, thank you. And I see some Supers that rolled in afterwards as well that we're going to get to, like Alex's, um, that I will get to as well. So, Cam, thank you again for the Super. He says, it was great to see Profar out there, scary injury. I couldn't believe it, Cam. I mentioned that today on the radio. I'm like, are you kidding me? N not just getting out there today. He got out there yesterday on rehab, and that was one week removed from being stretchered off the field and doing so with like, you know, the neck in the brace and everything that went into that. And you watch that thing on replay and that was a scary moment. It doesn't get often more scary than that on a baseball field. I mean, there's injuries that can happen, obviously. Um, and this could happen. Collisions absolutely happen. And it's not the last collision that's ever going to happen. And they'll, they'll happen. And there's reasons that they do. You just hate to see serious ones like the one that Profar was involved in with C.J. Abrams. Um, the good news is he's back. The good news is he's going to play a role for this team in the second half. They need to keep him healthy. And if he's able to have some moments in the second half like he had in the first, I think it's a big win for the Padres. I think he's been a very productive leadoff hitter. Uh, he's hit for a little bit of power. He's shown a good eye. He's defensively been a little bit of a um, surprise, really. Um, so he's been a very good player. And it was good to see Jerkson Profar back out there tonight, specifically in 4K. It was, it was scary. It was. I hated to see that. 
Padres fans hated to see that, but he's in good spirits and he's back out there. And I thought it'd be after the All-Star break. I'm like, just give him the extra week, right? But they need him. They really do need him. I mean, they they need him. I think they need Myers, despite the way he's played this year. They need Tatis, obviously. Goes without saying. All right, Alex, thank you for this super. Uh, he says this super's for John's new headphones, LOL. Thank you. No, you don't need to do that, but I will. I think my wife said she's going to get me new headphones. I don't even, this ear doesn't even work. That's why I'm always like this. So I've like the one ear that works. Um, the padding is falling out. Now it's a great pair of headphones from Bose. They've lasted literally 10 years. I told Chris, I think when I was still working in minor league baseball, we always joke about this, right? Did you know I worked in minor league baseball? There was one year where I like took a step back and I was only doing home games because I had an opportunity to work for MLB.com to voice games. So I was like voice, like I was doing like the highlights for MLB.com from New York city. And I would like voice Padres games. Like after the game, game would end. Big, like, oh, Padres, Mariners from Petco. We pick it up in the first inning with whomever. It was in 2014. So I think I got these in 2014. Um, and I've had them ever since. And I've, I've, worn, I've worn them out. <laughs> I've worn them out at this point. But Alex, thank you. Um, I do appreciate that. Um, so what else, guys? I mean, there's a, there's a lot, obviously. There's uh, there's a lot that's going on. I think Tatis is obviously the story of the day. The draft is coming up this weekend. I can't get overly consumed by it. You know, there is an outside, outside shot. You draft someone that can help you sooner rather than later. You know, outside, outside, outside shot 2022. If you draft a you know, college pitcher um, or someone that's even out of college like Kumar Rocker, I'm not counting on that, obviously, that they draft that type of player. But there is a chance you get someone that could help you in 2022 or 2023. The higher likelihood is you're getting someone that maybe could help you in 2025 or 2026. So it's hard to get overly excited about it. I'm just worried about this big league roster. I'm thinking about the trade deadline. I'm thinking about what AJ, excuse me, Kevin AC told me earlier today on the radio, which is he's kind of doubling down. Um, he's doubling down on the Padres adding a quote unquote big bat, not a bat, not Adam Frazier, but a big bat. I think he said a Wilson Contreras type, not Wilson Contreras, but a Wilson Contreras type. And you look around baseball, I don't know how many types there are to Wilson Contreras this year. Maybe Brian Reynolds. I think it's a big ask since he's under contract and he's on the IL under contract for a long time um, because of his arbitration years. I think he's through 2025. And Ian Happ has had a very nice year. Contreras has been a great player. There's other weapons that are available offensively, but there's more buyers than there are sellers with 12 teams going to make the postseason and other teams trying to make the postseason. You got to think there's 16, 18, even more buyers, which means there's only 10, 12, 14 sellers. And some teams ultimately stand pat at the deadline as well. So it's absolutely going to be a seller's market. So does AJ Perler have enough A, capital, both financially and with trade chips? And I don't know the answer, but we're going to find out. And I think if this team, um, you know, I don't think he can just sit back like he did in 2021. I really don't think he can sit back. Now, if the team comes out of the all-star break and gets on a run, then he can kind of add and complement and maybe doesn't need to completely rock the boat and trade away top-level prospects in the organization or blow over the CBT. But you could almost argue that if they don't play well out of the break and they find themselves, you know, right now they're 10 over, you know, if they found themselves six over, five over, seven over, so they play two, three, four, five games under from now until the deadline, that maybe you double down even more and you throw more at it to try to save this season, salvage it, and get in, to the postseason, but it's not an envious position that he's in because he's put himself in a tough spot because of this 
payroll of this team. And because he's traded away a lot of prospects, he doesn't have the same amount of capital he did maybe one or two years ago. So we're going to see. Um, we'll see what he's able to do. I, I do think he's going to be active. I really do. I think he recognizes that this is a year where the Padres need to get to the postseason. I'm not saying his job's on the line. It probably isn't. But I think the Padres organization recognizes they're going to draw 3.1 million fans to Petco Park, maybe more this year. And you need to reward that. You need to do everything in your power to reward that. So we'll see if he's able to do that at the trade deadline this year or not. Let's see a couple of other notes I have written down here. Uh, Darvish, by the way, seven plus innings for a seventh time in his last 12 starts, which is exactly what you're asking for out of a pitcher like him. That's the reason he's here not to go five, not to go six. He's the guy going seven. He's going seven more often than not over his last 12 starts. He's been really good. I mean, he's got this three, four, one, you take away that one outing in San Francisco. I should do it. It's probably at least a half a run still on his ERA. I think you take it out. He's definitely below three. He could even be like two, seven, five. Someone wants to do it in the chat. Um, so he's been very good. He had one awful outing. He's had one or two others where he's been shaky. Um, but on the whole, he's been really good this year, which is very encouraging. Uh, the City Connect thing, I guess, has worked out pretty well. Padres are 2-0, and so maybe they start wearing those more often. Um, look good, play good. Maybe there's something to that. Um, the thing that we're talking about earlier, the sloppiness, and that some people have commented on, and that I agree with, um, it's easy to say you... You need to clean it up, but it's harder to execute on because it just takes one player to kind of break the chain, right? I mean, it takes one misplay by Eric Hosmer. It takes one, um, you know, poor base running decision by C.J. Abrams or Nomar Mazzara, right? It only takes one. It's so individualistic, even though collectively you say, well, the team is playing sloppy baseball, but what happens is one or two moments in a game are sloppy, and that's then an indicator on the team where, where it's really just one or two players had – moments that were inconsistent with the way the team played for the first two or three months. So I don't know what it's going to take. I don't. I think they're capable of getting back to being the team they were in terms of being fundamentally sound. They didn't have an error for like the first 25 games of the year. Um, they haven't commonly made base running mistakes until these last couple of weeks. Um, you know, defensively plays like Trent Grisham has made these last couple of weeks where he's, you know, been out of position or misplayed balls. I think it can be fixed. I, I don't know if it's going to be fixed tomorrow, but I've seen it this year. It's not like it's impossible to envision it being fixed because I've seen it this year. I've seen them play much cleaner than they have played at times over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Juan, thank you for this uh, super right here. Uh, let's see. He says, uh, people was guys gone that nobody wants. Stop it. Follow up, Juan. What am I missing here? <laughs> what am I missing here? Sorry for my typo. So what, what are you saying? Follow up here, Juan, for me. And I'll get your comment. So he's saying, um, what are we saying in here, Juan? <laughs> A walk-off grand slam I see for the Giants, not encouraging. But that's all right. We got to worry about the Padres right now. Uh, A Yastrzemski grand slam I'm seeing here in the chat, unfortunately. Um so, Juan, if you want to follow up with another comment, okay, it says fans want guys gone that nobody wants. Makes sense. I mean, listen, if, if it was as simple as that, I think they would do it. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in here that want Hosmer gone. There's people here that would be more than willing to part ways with Will Myers to improve this roster. There's people here that would get rid of Drew Pomerantz or Blake Snell. I, I get it. Um, 
And that makes sense from a fan perspective. It does. Now, from the organization's perspective, it's harder because you've signed these contracts. Now you've got to find ways to get out from underneath them, and it's it's not easy. And if they could have done it with Hosmer, they would have. If they could have done it with um, Myers, maybe they would have done it previously as well. But it, it's hard. They, they've signed some bad deals. I mean, you know, A.J. Preller has pulled off some good trades, obviously, and he's made some bad signings, and he's made some bad trades as well. Um, so, you know. They are where they are at this point, you know. I mean, with this payroll and with the trade deadline approaching and with that CBT number, um, maybe they can find some relief. Maybe they can part ways with someone that's making a decent amount even in the second half of this year. But um, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee Hosmer's going anywhere. There's no guarantee that Myers is going anywhere. Pomerantz, you get it. Snell, there's no guarantees. There just isn't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Hosmer. It's it's really tough to watch defensively. Um, so, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. But it's hard to disagree with that. It really is. Um, I do want to pull up our partner, Aura, here. A great supporter of the wrap-up show, ORA.organic. You can click this Take the Quiz button down below. You get 30% off your very first order. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge, massive Padres fan. He's raised in San Diego. Aura has offices in Liberty Station. Uh, This is a great company with all plant-based nutrition. It can help get you and your family healthier this year with all plant-based products. I'm talking about probiotics. If you do not take one, you really should consider taking one. Check it out at ORA.organic for digestion, heart health, mental clarity. There's a lot of reasons you'll notice a difference if you take a probiotic. Uh, They also have workout supplements for you. They have proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. Omega-3 oils are terrific. They have sleep supplements, immunity pills. I mean, they literally have something for everyone. Uh, So it's a great company. The products are really affordable. You can check out the site. Click the Take the Quiz button. You're getting 30% off your very first order. Again, this is San Diego company, um, and they support our channel. Will, their co-founder, is a Padres fan. So if you're looking to support a local business, that supports the wrap-up show, please consider Aura. Again, the website, ORA.organic. We're talking about plant-based nutrition, probiotics, proteins, omega-3 oils, and more. And we appreciate Aura's support of this channel. And if you have any health needs, please check them out, ORA.organic. All right, I want to get to a couple more supers here. If you guys want to get your supers now, now is a good time to do that. We probably have another handful of minutes here, then we're going to roll out here on this Friday evening. Um, Alex, thank you for the super. And again, if you want to get your super in, click that dollar sign down below. It's a great way to support this channel. It is in the chat. You can click the dollar sign down below. So Alex says this, um, if we wanted, then there be no reason to trade them. Uh, exactly. And that's the thing. If, if they were wanted, then they'd be able to trade them. <laughs> so it's it's like a chicken and egg situation. It really is. And the problem is, when you have contracts that are of such significant dollars, like you know, $20 million a year, like Osmer, and then he's still got additional years owed. It's like, even if you trade the player off, you're eating a good portion of the salary. It's like, well, why are we even trading him off and a prospect? It's like, you already made a bad deal. And now you're going to double down and include Robert Hassel with Eric Osmer. It's like, why trade Hassel just because you made a bad signing of Eric Osmer? If you don't want Eric Hosmer, then cut to Eric Hosmer, especially if you're going to eat a good portion of his salary. Like if he's owed 50 million still and you write a check for 30 plus Robert Hassel, maybe just cut Hosmer and keep Hassel would be my argument in that equation. So it, it's a little bit, it's a tough spot. I mean, I get it. If I'm Peter Seidler, I'm not trying to cut ties with 50 
million dollars. Like that's an unbelievable sum of money. But if you you have to ask yourself this question: If you didn't have the player, is the team better? Are the Padres better positioned to win without Eric Hosmer? If the answer is yes, you might have to look at foregoing the money. At some point, you're going to have to stare in the mirror and say, is it better to be without the player than it is to be with him? And I can't fully answer that. He's, I think he's had a one more season. So it's not like he's had the worst season in baseball history. He's just not has, he's just has not lived up, obviously, to this ridiculous contract of $144 million, nor will he ever, regardless of what he does. I mean, outside of maybe winning a World Series for this team or being a World Series MVP. So thank you again, Alex. And thank you, Jesse, who's hanging out in Hawaii for this very generous super. We really do appreciate it. Um, and he's got a question here for us. He says, okay, question, Hater or Rogers, both top closers, but kind of iffy. For me, it's 100% Hater. Um, I'm relying on his track record. I'm al- relying on velocity with someone like Hater. Rogers has been a very nice story, especially the first two and a half months of the year. Now, he hit a wall. He really did, a six-week wall. I like what I saw tonight out of Taylor Rogers, but Hater or Rogers, I don't think it's really close. You'd give up a lot more for Hater than they gave up for Rogers, in my opinion. Um, and Hater is just a completely game-changing reliever with the swings and misses, um, with the velocity, so with the track record, right? With the games he's pitched in previously in his career, you know, for me, Jesse, I'm looking at Hater, and for me, if I'm AJ Preller, I'm looking at available relievers. It doesn't have to be closers. I'm looking at available relievers. Um, and yes, okay, so I didn't realize that Hater gave up the Grand Slam tonight. That's going to happen. I mean, it's it's going to happen. Um, you know, that's that happens with closers, obviously. I mean, that's going to happen. But I, I'm trusting Hater over Taylor Rogers, specifically late in the year, and more specifically in the postseason. I just don't know how good I'd feel about it, about Rogers. you know, late in September, needing wins in October when the you know, the margin for error is so, so slim. You're playing a best of three series and you got a one run lead in game one. I'm just going to trust Hater, you know, and I know Hater had an amazing start this year. I know he has not been as good recently. I know he had a couple of games where he allowed home runs to the Phillies about six weeks ago. I know he just had tonight. I'm, I'm trusting Hater. I mean, just because of his stuff, his stuff's ridiculous and stuff plays for me. So that would be the reason why I would trust Hater. But I think it's a great question, Jesse. And thank you again for the super. Um, all right, guys, this has been fun. I want to uh, thank you for your support on this Friday night. Good to see the Padres pick up a win that they sorely needed. Hopefully they can uh, find a way to pick up another on Saturday behind Sean and I. We'll be back with you Sunday night, by the way, wrapping up the first half of the season and this Arizona series. Should be with you around 9 p.m., maybe 9.15, something like that, on Sunday evening. Um, and then we'll probably take a couple of days and then get ready for the second half. But we appreciate your support. Like we always say, please subscribe. That's all we ask if you're a Padres fan. Smash the like button for us. Hit the notification bell. You're notified when we go live or we have a new video. Please follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer, at John and Jim for our radio show as well. If you'd like to become a member, it's a great way to support this channel. You can click that join button down below. Members get custom emojis, custom badges, and members-only content as well. Um, And please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's been with us since day one. He's a San Diegan. I mean, he's here for Padres fans. If you have insurance needs, just pick up the call, the phone and call him. I mean, he's literally, he's there for you. And he's going to talk Padres baseball with you as well. So Mark is there for you. There's a link down below. You can save $750. I'll get to these supers that are rolling in. So thank you, Alex. If you have any last second supers, I will definitely get to them before we roll out here tonight. Uh, ORA.organic. Um, their co-founder, Will. Great Padres fan. Great supporter of this channel. Great products. 
I got a million of them in my fridge that I take every single day. Uh, so we ask that if you have any health needs and you want to support this channel, plant-based nutrition, click the take the quiz button. You get 30% off your first order, ORA.organic. And then there's our buddy Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. You can text him literally anytime he is there for you. I'd love it if you texted him right now and said, go Padres, 619-387-7798. He is here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. 619-387-7798. Our buddy Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, another San Diegan that supports this channel. Let me get to the super here from uh, from Alex. And before I do that, yes, Jado, good night. Thank you for hanging out. Appreciate that. But this from Alex who says, are you guys going to do a live deadline wrap up? Yes. I, I don't know if it'll be live, Alex, because I don't know the exact time of the deadline on August 2nd. I think it's early in the day Pacific would be my guess. No later than early afternoon. It, it can't go into the evening Pacific with games being played that day. So we'll be on the radio three to six, and then I'm sure we'll have a full recap. And I'm sure August 1st or even July 31st, August 1st, I'm sure we'll have tons of content on the Trade deadline. We did a show two years ago on the radio that was probably the most consumed show we ever did on radio in terms of downloads. The day that they pulled off Clevenger and all the series of trades over 24, 48 hours when he made like seven trades and acquired like nine big league players and they went for it, tried to win the World Series. In 2020, it was an unbelievable show. I mean, it was just an unbelievable show with thousands and thousands of downloads. So yeah, there's no question we will have you covered when it comes to the trade deadline. Uh, so stay tuned for that because these next couple of weeks, honestly, are for a lot of fans, some of the best times of the year. When you're a buyer, this is a really good time of the year. And there's no question the Padres are not sellers and they are buyers. So six o'clock Eastern. Thank you, iOS guy. Um, yeah, which is awesome. Three to six for the radio show. So we'll have you fully covered and then we'll have a show for you that night. I'm assuming the Padres play August 2nd. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but if they do, we'll recap the game and recap the uh, trade deadline as well. So uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, we do need to do another meetup. Absolutely. We'll have to do some meetups in the second half of the year. Sam, yep, let's go pods. Carter, happy early trade deadline and birthday, turning 52 on August 2nd. Um, let's see. Sam was down there, so that's great. You know. All right, we'll see if they can keep this going on Saturday. We'll be back with you on Sunday evening. Thank you for hanging out. Have a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. And we'll catch up Sunday night. Thank you again. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.